0: What's up, y'all? It's Felix once again, age 29, occupation, pre-registration specialist in a Radiology Business Department. Last book I read was The Will to Keep Winning by Daigo Umahara. You should definitely give it a read if you're into any type of competitive gaming or gaming in general. You really should give it a shot. And my favorite movie about animals who can talk is the 1993 hit Homeward Bound colon The Incredible Journey. Which had Michael J. Fox as Chance the Bulldog and Salad Field as the Cat. I don't know if you ever watched that movie, but it's a really good movie.
1: Was it a movie where they made their mouths move, but it was like the early '90s computer graphics and looked really <laughs> shitty? No, was it one no, of those? No,
0: no, no. Just like they didn't like they didn't move their mouths at all. They just would voice over.
1: See, I like that better. I think it's more natural that way.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of weird. I actually watched the trailer when I was thinking about my favorite thing this week. And it was weird to get used to, but it was definitely like nostalgia took over, and now I really have to watch that movie again. I had, I still have it on VHS.
1: Do you even have a VCR?
0: No, I'm pretty sure I can find it on <laughs> Don't YouTube, right? You isn't good. there like a vet, isn't there like a copyright law where you can only have something copyrighted for so long, and you just throw it up on YouTube?
1: You might be talking about like stuff in the public domain. Which yeah, that's what I mean. Is think... homework bound
0: in the public? <laughs> oh domain? my god,
1: it could be, but I don't think it's old enough. I also don't know anything about copyright law, so I'm just talking out of my ass. So uh, I'll look that up after we get to recording. I'll get back to you on can that. We
0: watch together homework bound. We'll <laughs> see.
1: What's up, everyone? This is Jim, age 29, occupation statistician, volunteer tutor. The last book I read was a horror book called The Fisherman, which was very good, very scary, so check it out. John Langan is the author, L-A-N-G-A-N. And my favorite movie, does it have to be about animals that can talk, or can it just feature animals that can talk?
0: What movie that has animals who can talk is not about the animal who can talk?
1: My answer... I, look, it's in a movie, but it's a commercial.
0: What? That's on. listen, listen,
1: listen, listen. It's a commercial for popsicles, right? Frozen popsicles, and it's from like the mid '90s. And his kids in the back, and I think they're the firecracker ones. I forget what they were. And he's he eats a popsicle, and he's hanging out with his dog in his backyard, Duke. And he says, "The colors, Duke. The colors." Oh and yeah. And Duke says, "I'm colorblind, kid." Oh, yeah. You could say commercials are short movies in a sense. If
0: they're directed that well. We can
1: really stretch it out, yeah.
0: If, if they're directed and written that well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh I'm God. going with that. Alright, that's something we can YouTube like right before we watch Homeward Bound. Yeah, Call just to the get that mid-90s journey. feel. Yeah. It's going to be nice. Alright, let's get into it. Alright.
1: Japan's hottest reality show. So come on in, take off those shoes, and let's get started. So we're on episode five. So we're a ways in now. We're going to be talking about episodes thirteen through fifteen of Terrace House. And Felix, we got a lot of new things happening. There's Mm -hmm. a sense of newness going on, and it's great. It's invigorating.
0: It's because of Arman. It is. He's bringing the refreshing wind through the house. It's great. And I know.
1: It's great, and people are reacting to him. He seems to be quite popular, which I'm very excited to get into. I'm happy for my man, Arman. But before that, we have uh, some sad news to report.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're, we're hit where We start right off episode 13 with Kawana-sensei giving the hardest no I've ever heard somebody give to Yuri's confession. Yeah. confession, I guess.
1: Of course we knew the way episode 12 ended. We knew what his answer was going to be. But I, to I didn't hear really him know. say it. Just like, really?
0: Yeah, it was just it was just an awkward stare that they lingered off on at the end of episode 12. But I don't know. I was hopeful.
1: He makes a quick exit. He gives her the no and he leaves. Now, the reasons as to why he rejects her, he gets pretty into it. Mm-hmm. It's immediate when he starts talking. He says that They broke up some time ago, and he thought about leaving Tokyo as well. He's been thinking about that. To go back to his hometown, right? Yeah, to go back to his hometown. And he also says that if he goes back, he would have to start thinking about marriage.
0: Yeah. I think he just says that if he gets into a relationship in general, not just if he goes back. Oh, right, right. If he just gets into a relationship, he has to think about getting married. And he couldn't really fathom that. Because of how busy he is.
1: And even though I do think he's being sincere when he says that. But his sweaters, though. His sweaters. I know. Apparently, they're the good guy sweaters, right? (laughs) That's why I don't own any. But I felt like he was being sincere when he was talking about wanting to think about or feeling like he has to think about marriage if he's in a relationship. But I felt like it was a little bit unnecessary because that could also be read as, hey, I don't want to marry you. If I were dating you, I would have to think about marrying you, and I don't think I see that. I think that's another way that that could be read. So I did feel yeah. bad for you to go there. I, I didn't, didn't even think, think that about that. Yeah,
0: but I can see that. Yeah.
1: So I did feel bad for her there.
0: He. They also. The host brought up a good point. If he's moving back to his hometown, he might be opening up a clinic. So he, that can't be not stressful. So he he would be really busy. I assume. <laughs>
1: Even with him stating his reasons, a part of it just seemed a bit harsh. But I do agree that his clinic, his potential clinic that he might be opening up, that would take a lot of time because you also have to think about the business side, too. It's not just working in a hospital and being a resident, a doctor, a surgeon, whatever. Mm -hmm. You have to handle the business side if you're going to open up your own practice as well or hire someone that can handle that for you. And that's a lot of work when you're just starting out. Yeah. So he makes his exit and it's... Quite a, dr- a dramatic scene.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, it's Just the camera just zooms in on Yuri just crying at a table by herself.
1: She's crying, and at that moment, I I thought about what that must feel like. You have these cameras there, and you're crying, and it's very sad. And then the opening theme plays, which I thought was really... <laughs> really bad because she's sitting there and you're feeling for it and it's raw and then you got the oh, oh, oh. it's it's kind of upbeat and it just it didn't feel right no it didn't yeah it didn't feel right I, at all
0: I, I did put that in my notes that I, would, I just put question mark opening question mark.
1: yeah it could have been they could have shown her at least leaving the cafe it's a new beginning for yeah, her. Yeah, her yeah, yeah. That would have been, been a lot better. She pays theory. the bill. She's walking away. She's about to descend the stairs to the subway. Then the opening theme kicks in. It's showing her face red. She's crying. Camera crews, upbeat music. It's not a good look.
0: No, it's not. But moving on after that, there it shows the girls in the room, right? Yeah. And it, everybody's wondering. Was it was it in no 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 it wasn't in oh, the dining no, room? It was, it was, the it was in, room, right? in the kitchen, right, because the everyone theater. is there. Yeah, so everybody's there and everybody's eager to hear what happened and she says that she was rejected and people some people were shocked. Uh, and probably other people I was waiting for the camera to zoom in on Adachi or Tat and <laughs> it seems like he tried to keep just the poker face through the entire thing. But some people were sad, but I liked Mizuki's expression. Especially, I'm not sure if you noticed anything with her. I don't think so. No. How I got it because it froze on her a little bit was that she was sad, but also happy because it would it started to change as Yuri was going explaining on and saying that she will move on and and basically what should have happened before the before the intro started playing.
1: I got kind of a positive sense from her when I think about that again and it was nice she got her
0: closure and it seemed that Musiki and the others were happy for her for that
1: and Musiki, she's been good for that she's always been so upbeat and optimistic and it it did seem like she was really genuinely happy for Yuriko mm-hmm. and then she says that she's going to be leaving the next day and people are shocked and everyone is a little sad and she leaves it's pretty quick but i think it was a pretty nice send off it it felt complete and she was sincere and wanting to focus on school it was nice it was a nice send off that they had for her and again not a really big deal they didn't throw a big party or anything like that but she left
0: and then yeah so then we kind of get tricked you hear the door you see the cast Can, can i say cast when it's just I guess, I guess cast. I, guess, yeah. I mean, they're characters to a certain extent. Yeah. So you, we see everybody in the living room, and the doorbell rings, and that seems to be the signature new person arrival. And so they answer the door, and what we think is the new member, which would have been amazing, is Kurumi,
1: the one and only Kurumi yeah. Nakata, ladies and gentlemen, it's... Minori's
0: sister, Minori's big sister.
1: Yeah who we saw first in episode nine when they met for lunch and Kumi was advising her on her career and they were discussing what her next move is going to be. So Kumi comes in and she has wine and chocolates, I believe. And they look really nice. I think Adachi comments on how nice the chocolates are. And she comes in and does her thing. And we had discussed in our third episode of tourist house, how no nonsense she was, but we only had it in the context of her interaction with Minori, with yeah. her sister. But we see that she is no different. She is open and upfront with everyone. And she has some interesting discussions. And she says some really cool things to most of the housemates.
0: Yeah. It put an interesting mix on the show because she was watching the show. And then she was on the show. So the, timing, the timeline of things was off. Because she didn't know forgot, she didn't know Armon, I guess? Who Armon was. I get, she assumed it was the new member, but I don't think yeah. she she saw him arriving. And so it's kind of like a spoiler for herself <laughs> for watching the show.
1: Yeah. And even the funny thing about when she comes in, as you said, there's a bit of a delay. But there were certain things, namely Uchi and Minori, that had been moving kind of slowly. And so even with the delay in the show airing in Japan, Kurumi came in and the things that she was saying was still able. She didn't really miss anything. Yeah. She she was still able to accelerate some of these things. She comes <laughs> in. She says to Tab right away. She says, oh, hey, you were too harsh. That was weird. And Tab goes, oh, yeah. And what, what can he say? Yeah. What can he say? Because Kurumi's right. When she talks... You listen. Everyone should listen to her when she talks. I know I did.
0: Wait, wait hold on. let's back it up. Before I forgot exactly when she said, but when she said uh Yuri, when she asked where was Yuri, I I think she said, "Oh yeah, she was horrible." <laughs> she just straight up says she was horrible, and then yeah. Tap was just like, "Oh, you know," when I was trying to be diplomatic.
1: Yeah, but it's nice, and that's how she is. And it's great. And Tap, you could tell, I think he was happy. He was thinking, yes, she's on my side. Mm -hmm, But with a combination of not wanting to seem like an asshole, and I think just being in front of the cameras, he did try to take it with grace. But I know he was really happy that someone stuck up for him on the
0: outside, so to speak. Yeah. So Kurumi then asked to see the playroom and asked for Uchi to show her the playroom. And, just, and obviously, that was just a, let's just uh, talk alone. And what they basically go over was, she's just trying to get his side of this, how his side is going, like his side of the story of how the relationship is progressing. And she's trying to jumpstart it, because that's who she is. She
1: asks him what his thoughts are, and how yeah. he feels, and she tells him he needs to step it up. Plain and simple.
0: Specifically that he's not expressing his feelings enough. He's not expressing his love for her enough.
1: Which is like what Arman had said to Minori. So Kurumi is echoing a lot of the same things that Arman was saying to Uchi. And then Arman also told Minori because we had discussed that... Arman was very good in his advice, and he told Munody that he felt that Uchi wasn't the kind to openly express himself. And he told Uchi that there's really no good time. If he's waiting for this fairy tale moment, he's not going to get it. Yeah, and not yeah. only that, but that he himself used to be like that. And then when he began to act, things started to happen for him. Mm-hmm. And he advised Uchi to do the same thing. So we How see much that more
0: information here. do you need, right? An outsider's perspective from like Arman, and then all of a sudden her big sister right the girl that you, that you like big sister just feeding you directly this information so what more information do you need to start acting
1: and what's interesting too is that not only is it from two different people but we can maybe assume that arman watched a little bit of the show or maybe he didn't i don't know what sort of agreements they have if you're going to be a house member if you can watch earlier episodes i think maybe you can but kurumi we know has watched some earlier episodes, so Armand might be coming in completely blind here. Yeah. He might not know anything about their current situation, and after listening for a few minutes, he gives what we both feel like is spot-on advice, which is echoed by Kurumi. And so for Uchi, if he doesn't take any sort of action soon, then he's really messing this up. He's really he's messing this up. He's letting, he's re- he's really he's letting up.
0: his chance just go by.
1: Yeah, he really is. And so I think he received Kurumi's words well. I think she really got to him, and then she makes her exit, mm-hmm. and everyone cried a million tears.
0: You mean just you just cried me. a million person's just tears? Me. Cried a, yeah, the <laughs>
1: tears of a million people. But what does happen? The most exciting <laughs> thing for me this episode is we have a new member.
0: Yeah, uh, Arisa Ohata. Yes, age twenty five.
1: She likes hats and wears very big hats. That's the first thing I wrote down about her. Her hat was pretty big.
0: (laughs) She's hoping to start her, she's trying to start her own hat brand, which I can't imagine being easy. Tokyo is one of the leading fashion capitals of the world, so to start your own brand, what it seems like from scratch, that must be a huge mountain to climb.
1: It's got to be tough, but she seems very motivated. We see her talking to her colleague in the office. She seems very dedicated and hopefully she's successful and we'll see her, I'm sure, in in the next few episodes build her brand and hopefully she is able to do that.
0: It's also interesting to see the inside part of that. How many chances do you get to see a hat store or a fashionable hat store being brought, brought from the ground up?
1: And really, this is the first time we've seen something. Granted, there haven't been that many new members. But to really see the inner workings of someone who's hoping to start something new. Because we see Tap, but Tap is already established
0: Mm -hmm. with Tap dancing. Oh, that's a good point. Gucci is an
1: established hairdresser. Minori is, she's been modeling. And even though she's trying to get more serious about it, she has been doing that
0: yeah and that's the, really the, interesting the yeah, someone is starting f- from step one or obviously she's a little bit further in but right basically from two the, you or know, three yeah yeah from the beginning
1: right because so. Arman, we could maybe say he might be a true step one trying to <laughs> yeah that's true get a job right yeah
0: yeah yeah. but
1: arisa knows which one that, yeah do, that's so a really good point i didn't
0: really think about that
1: yeah so it's going to be interesting and again even to get to that level, she seems like she's very determined and motivated. So hopefully we see good things from her. Mm-hmm. So she comes in the house and Tap asks if they should help with her luggage. And for some reason, Uchi goes, no, we should wait. And I wondered why he said that. I'm like, what's the point? Ooh, let's see what happens. Let's see your struggle. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Get up and help. Like, Come on. What, what are you doing? jerk man let her struggle no let her struggle tap's trying to be the gentleman and she's like no it's okay she got it come on man (laughs) you help anyone with their luggage you know (laughs) they're moving in
0: yeah so she introduces herself they do the basic questions Mm -hmm. uh she apparently has an accent from i forgot her prefecture's name i Uh, believe
1: it was kagoshima
0: yes yes oh nice yeah, yeah. She had. Uh, they immediately picked up on her accent. That's why I think they asked where she was from. Yeah, I think they called
1: it a twang. And I don't know, whenever I think of twang, being an American, mm-hmm. I think of the South or maybe Texas. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's the same thing, if maybe Southern Japan, because I looked it up. I think I, it's relative. I believe... Actually, I'll look it up right now, because we've been doing that recently on the show, and it's good to have a computer. Uh, Kagoshima is the capital city of Kagoshima Prefecture at the southwestern tip of the island of Kyushu. And Kyushu is the southernmost island of Japan. So it's also the south. Hmm. Yeah, so I wonder maybe what the implications there of her having that accent. Like, maybe what other kind of personality traits.
0: Yeah, this is some cultural stuff that we really don't get because we don't live there or understand Japanese. Yeah, Or at least with our limited... Japanese knowledge.
1: We're just big losers, Felix. We
0: are. (laughs) Just just are. So, I believe it was Tapu asked the million dollar question of what's your type? Or no, no, no. Was that Uchi? I think it was Uchi. I forget who asked. Okay, one of the guys. It might have been Uchi. I think it was Uchi. Alright, I'm putting all my money on Uchi. So, Uchi asked what her type was. And this is interesting. I don't know if you caught it or if you think this is true. But she immediately says a person who can survive on a deserted island yes i don't know if it was edited or anything like that but it seemed she prepared that because she seemed very ready for it for it
1: it was interesting how quickly she came up with that very quick i believe she said she'd been single for two Two years? years yeah so it's possible that she has had these two years to think about what she wants, and maybe this is just the pure, distilled essence or of Or she what just she watched Terrace House before,
0: and yeah. everybody asked that question, so...
1: I loved her answer, oh, because no, I did it's too, not the yeah. mature, cute, it, the thing that people often say, it was yeah. a nice answer.
0: No, I, I agree.
1: So what are your first impressions of Sub Before we get into episode 14, what are your first impressions?
0: She seems really nice. Again, there wasn't much to go on. I did like her answer, even though it may seem scripted. Her occupation is really cool, and I'm I'm super interested in it, uh, as limited fashion knowledge I have. But as tough as it seems, that makes it all the more intriguing.
1: Of course she's going to be pretty popular.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. And
1: we get a big sense of that in the next episode, because episode 14 now...
0: Begins. Uh-oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Right. So the first scene we see Arman and Tap, and they're talking about Arisa because that's what you do in Terrace House. You talk about the new person, and they both say that she is their type.
0: Yeah, yeah. Apparently they looked at each other. <laughs> yeah. And, and they both thought that when she gave her answer, they both thought of each other. They said, or no 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 no. They both thought that they were each other's type. She was each other's type, that's what it was.
1: Right, and they talk about that, so there's some bonding there, there's a quick little discussion about Armand not getting the job, which is sad, but hopefully he can find gainful employment soon.
0: But I'm kind of wondering why he didn't shotgun his applications out there or try for it. I guess he put all his eggs in in that basket, in that one job.
1: Which is unfortunate, because I think when you're job hunting, it can be a bit demoralizing.
0: Oh yeah, but no, definitely. as
1: I certainly know, after school, you're looking for the job and it's tough because you're just applying and you find an entry level job, but you have to have five years of experience. And how are those things on the <laughs> same application? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's almost impossible. And for someone like Automan to being fluent in English and in Japanese, I wonder how common someone like him would be in Japan.
0: I don't know the popularity of the company that he applied to. Maybe they already have a bunch of people or like they even have a more strict, not policy, requirements for their company. But I was really surprised that he didn't get the job because his English seemed really good from his like preview. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not too sure. Maybe he fucked up the second round of interviews.
1: Yeah, maybe there was a bit of a lesson plan element in there. And yeah. because he did give good answers when the part of the, of the interview that they showed the first part, I yeah, thought he had a really yeah, good answer. He said that he was once someone who was trying to learn English from Japan.
0: Mm-hmm. So and he, he, and can he has like both. Yeah, he has both uh, perspectives.
1: Right. But maybe, again, there's a lesson plan part that he messed up on. So hopefully he can find a job soon. So yeah, I'll be rooting for him. So they're talking about that. And then they're drinking as well. And on cue, after talking about Arisa, she comes in.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they were both surprised. So they she apparently they were running low on beer. So then I think Tap makes the biggest mistake that he could have if since it seems that both Arm Armand and Tap are gonna they seem interested in her, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then Tap offers to go buy more beer. And I think that was a huge mistake because it leaves Arman and Arisa together. And immediately you can see that they start hitting it off right away.
1: You have the chance to talk to someone, you have the chance to get to know someone, and you don't need alcohol to do that. I'm not up here wanting prohibition to be in place again for anywhere in the world, but I think it was a really big mistake. I'm with you. He should have stayed in there with Arman and Arisa, gotten to know her more. Yeah, they had a little bit, right? He didn't need it.
0: Yeah, you you really didn't need it. But you had a little bit. Just share just what you have and just go off of that. You don't don't need that to have a conversation.
1: Or if you run out, you run out, and then you can just talk to them and get to know them, and that's fine, too.
0: Yeah, so they start hanging off. Uh, She actually had a really good she made the first move i think she started going in first with her question to armand uh with can you go anywhere with one bag so i'm assuming like backpacking right so i think that was her immediately trying to like gauge how he is and he responds with yeah i already did it i already backpacked uh, i think from the like philippines and thailand (laughs) so you know and then she's that had to score major points
1: Right, because then she said she climbed Mount Takao. I believe the name of the mountain was. Yeah, yeah. With some friends, and then they suggested, or she suggested that they do that sometime. Yeah, yeah. Already, so right, right off of the bat,
0: just it, first date. I guess. Here, here's my question: for a place that's four hours away and a just a whole day planned, don't you think that's kind of like a big first or close to beginning date? Or do you think that was fine? I think it
1: was fine because it was something that they both indicated an interest in. It would have been different if Arman was like, yeah, I love to just play video games. I don't do anything outside. This is all I do. And Arisa went, okay, well, why don't we go to Mount Takao that's four or so hours away? I think that would be weird. But they indicated there's a shared interest in... And even though Arisa said that she didn't really do a whole lot of outdoor activities... She did say that, again, she climbed that mountain with some friends. And so that was that common ground. Right. All right. Because then she also talks about where she's from. And she says that she's from the countryside. Yeah. And that she misses that as well. And so there's a common interest right there. And so even if it's kind of far away, I think it's better to take a chance... And plan a date for something that you know you both will like, as opposed to maybe a closer date. And you don't know if the other person would be into it strictly out of convenience. Yeah. So I didn't mind it. It was kind of far, and I'm sure the train ride is pretty long. I but... mean, don't
0: get me wrong. Like, you know, if, if I was in that house and I was single, course, I would be totally down for that. You know, I, I wouldn't even think of it as a date. I would just think of it, oh, that's just something to do, especially if I didn't have a job.
1: And we can only assume that Tap comes back and finishes a whole case of beer alone after they go to bed.
0: they go to bed.
1: Sad Tap. Very sad. So once that scene is over, we see Uchi and Minori, and they are out in the living room. And let oh, me see. This is a pretty cute scene. It is a cute scene, but it's me, so I have a gripe. They keep on falling asleep in the living room. This was addressed. Th-
0: yeah, they were. They read, um, Tap already addressed this, didn't they? <laughs>
1: I thought he shut it down and said, "Let's not sleep in the living room." But Minori just does not care at all, and she's sleeping in the living room. Which, to be fair, though, not just Minori. Whatever. Right, right. We see Uchi out there as well, but not to, to take away from a great scene. So they're out there and they're hanging out, and Uchi sees it. Her nails are chipped, and he is a certified nail stylist, and. I didn't know if he was joking about being a level four no, stylist. I, I don't know what the hell that is. I think
0: I, I thought that was pretty good. I, I I chuckled out loud, so I thought that was pretty funny and a, a good one. And points points for Uchi. I I don't think he is at all. I because when she asked like, "Well, what's what's the fourth level?" and he was like, "I don't know."
1: Yeah, there's a small part of me thinking. With his profession as a hairstylist, maybe there are other oh,
0: general yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. things that he has been trained to do. But the, yeah, the level four stuff, I was like, I'm almost positive it's a joke. But maybe there's some truth, to, but I didn't know. That's the but,
0: beauty of the joke.
1: Yeah, it was the great because the execution it traps dum dums like me. <laughs> so they, so he does her nails, and it's very nice.
0: So it starts, it starts to build up to something, and you feel it, and. We're all waiting, including Minori, for Uchi to make a move.
1: Cause they're right there. They're so they're close. Right. He's so, so close.
0: It was such a good opener. Like he had it. He, he he had just he he was like alone. He just broke away towards the end zone, and then he just stumbles and falls asleep, <laughs> like literally. So there's just a whole bunch of small talk, and nothing was happening, and he's like i'm hungry can you make me curry and she says yeah she makes some curry they he kind of makes pokes fun at the dish like where's the meat and vegetables and she says they melted and he finishes it and falls asleep <laughs> like what <laughs> like you had it you had you had all the information in the world from her uh from her sister and had uh, all this advice from the guys and you still fucked up
1: I didn't get that either. I don't know what he is waiting for. She's not going to make the first move. That's very clear.
0: Yeah, that is very clear.
1: And he knows that though.
0: But she she would give she gives him openings.
1: Oh, certainly. Yeah. Look, the, I mean the nail thing, the painting the nails that that was it. Yeah. And he dropped the ball, and I was so mad at him.
0: She basically throws, as the host put it, and I thought this was hilarious the notice me missile. Yeah. The-
1: <laughs> Wake up, it's almost midnight. I like you, you like me, and you're going to fall asleep.
0: That's crazy.
1: He really messed up How there.
0: Mean, that was the golden opportunity. I really, I was like, oh man, he's so smooth. Like, he's got it. And then he falls asleep. Like, what? And- oh
1: man. When we think back to Uchi Week, he's a pretty good starter in terms of his romantic Yeah, he, he starts off smooth. Outings, right. He knows, or he seems to know what he wants, and he tries to go for it. And there's always a little something there that's not quite... It doesn't enable him to make that move. Yeah. That sort of final move. And this was just one of those examples, and it was frustrating. So... That was that. They go to sleep, and that's the end of that for right now. Meanwhile, we see Arman, Mizuki, and Arisa playing table tennis in the garage. And we see Uh, poor Mizuki. Poor Mizuki.
0: She's she's just a scoreboard.
1: (laughs) She's keeping score, and I just... My heart breaks because Arisa just comes in like a storm, and Arman really seems like he's into her. He mentioned it to Tap earlier this episode, and they seem to be getting along. They made their date to go to Mount Takao, and Mizuki is the human scoreboard. And (laughs) it's sad. It's It's sad.
0: I I was that was very hard to watch because it was just her holding. I'm sorry. Who who is a human scoreboard for ping pong? Like you could just keep the score in your head.
1: And if you're going to show that, at least then show her playing. Yeah, no, <laughs> they made it seem like they were not there. Armand and Arisa play their game. Mizuki held some fingers up, and that was it.
0: Yeah, that's true. Show that's
1: Mizuki so... having fun. Where's her time to shine? Oh, you know? God. She hasn't had it yet.
0: Oh, man. That was...
1: <laughs> She's a person, too. She has feelings, too. You know, she can do things. Show
0: uh, it. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was just so sad. And that was so, sad. like, Armand, like, goes to do something... I forgot what exactly, but it was basically just Mizuki and Arisa alone. And the question brings up, like, oh, are you interested in anyone for both of them, right? Mm-hmm. And they both say Ar- Arman. And here goes the love triangle. Here it goes. Yes, it's officially set now. Oh, my God. i <laughs> sorry. It's just like, that even scoreboard.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Arisa definitely, the momentum was swinging wildly in her favor before this. But the scene right after this, it totally, she really, she is very aggressive in a good way. Like, yeah. I'm not knocking her, you know, she, hey, she, she knows what she wants. So get a girl like that is awesome. So Arisa and Arman are talking and they're talking more about their hobbies and the things that they're into. And Arman says, I'm going to go to Target. When he said that, I'm like, oh, cool. He's going to go get some low-cost, up-and-up Target brand products. Because I'm thinking Target like the store. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And I'm like, what? The gym? No. That's way more upsetting than going to actual Target, which is dope as hell. But he's talking about his gym Target. And Arisa says, it's either here or earlier she mentioned that she didn't really work out. Yeah. But she says that she wants a nice butt. She wants to lift her butt, and I was just like, "You get yours." Like once again, just that aggressiveness, and it was. And Armand must have just been going crazy in his mind.
0: Just, yeah, that, you know, like she knows just what she yeah. said, and yeah. she is
1: totally into him. And I really like her. So, straightforward while this nature.
0: is all going on with setting up their actual first date. They're laughing and having fun in the living room. The camera cuts to Mizuki again in the kitchen. And you can hear how loud they're being, just having fun, like laughing. And and it's Mizuki and Minori just talking. And they're like, wow, it seems like they're having fun. I just felt so bad for Mizuki.
1: Because then she eventually leaves, right? Just like, oh, yeah, it sounds yeah. fun, haha. And then she just goes upstairs and I... <sighs> man. Oh, man she needs like a big move or something to
0: here's my question is is he being a dick Armon? like or is he being inconsiderate rather
1: of mizuki yeah because they had their nice date already
0: yeah right? and like he's just like switched gears just like that
1: as an american i say no because i think even if this weren't a show there's nothing wrong with casually dating yeah, and, and I think that's also, to me, that seems to be the best option. I think it's the most healthy option. You know, you're in your 20s. You're trying to figure out what you want, or you might already know what you want. So if you have the option to sort of casually date and see people, why not do that? As long yeah. as if someone that you're casually seeing asks you, or maybe you'll say it. You say, hey... We are not exclusive or I'm seeing someone else. In my experience, it's only if you want it to be exclusive or if the other person, again, asks you about that, then you can talk about it. But I think at this level, especially when you're just getting to know people, I think it's totally fine. I don't have an issue with what he's doing with what really anyone is doing. Okay. Do you feel differently?
0: I felt kind of... I felt differently just because they're... Again, because it's cut, in the way that it's cut, you don't, it seemed very, it seemed fast, it seemed abrupt, it seemed, you know, very, it switched gears quite fast. And that just made me think of Armand being a little bit inconsiderate. But listening to your answer, I think, then, you know, what does he actually owe her? Nothing. So it's, I don't know.
1: I'm on the fence. I didn't look at it as switching gears as much as I thought. He can ramp up things with Mizuki because Mm -hmm. they had their very nice first date. And he can also ramp up things with Arisa. So that's happening. And meanwhile, there's a very interesting thing that is bubbling up and rising to the surface because Minori is cooking for everyone except for Uchi, who is at work. And she makes them omudais, which is... It's an omelet with rice in it. It's so good. And it's folded over, and from everything that I've heard, it's more of, like, a kid's snack. Like, it's eaten by people of all ages, but from what I have read, it seems to be... It's very easy
0: to make, so that's kind of why. Yeah. Maybe, like,
1: a chicken nuggets, you know, like a frozen chicken nuggets or something, if you're American, right? I mean, anyone can eat chicken nuggets, but it's just...
0: Or just an omelet.
1: Or an omelet. Yeah, just something like like really easy and sort of basic. And so yeah. Minori makes it, and she puts their names on it. But Uchi's not there, and she asks what she should put on his.
0: So before we continue, I would like to connect um, that Kudumi actually, when they were having their discussion, was saying that, didn't she suggest like, oh, maybe you should write his name, or not his name, but just write him little messages on his food that he that she makes for him?
1: She may have said that. I know that some of the women were talking about it.
0: Yeah, about I remember it was brought up before, so I thought it was pretty interesting that it actually there was an opportunity for it. Yeah, or maybe she even planned it. That's why she was cooking.
1: Yeah, and so she figures out what to write. So Uchi comes in, assuming from work, and he sees the omudai on the kitchen table with a note that says "Please enjoy," and he takes off the tinfoil to reveal coward. <laughs> written plain as day and ketchup he looks and he laughs a little bit you can tell he's a bit embarrassed i loved watching him just eat that, that he was, was so, he was alone oh he's eating God. it real slow but just...
0: before but before he before he was eating it he was just like kind of playing with it and the music was playing and it was just like such a sad sad sight Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just him smiling awkwardly. And he knows there's cameras on him, so he can't react how he probably really wanted to react.
1: You can almost get inside his head. Yeah. And if you got and you would hear him say, I am not a coward. <laughs> Don't call me that. <laughs> so he he's eating his omurice like the coward that he is, but it spurs him into action.
0: Yeah, but not in, like, the good way. Right, how in the, go- the oh, way man. where
1: I had to pause this scene twice I, because yeah, I was no, in I a cringe I out couldn't. of my skin.
0: You know, on on um, I was watching on my cell phone, and you know how you can skip ahead ten seconds. Yeah, there's a ten second fast forward button. I pressed that like three times. I couldn't. <laughs> I really couldn't. Oh man. Oh jeez.
1: So he goes into the girl's room, and instead of asking to speak to immunity alone. He has her walk to a very specific part of the room. He's very clear down to the square inch where he wants her to stand. So he makes her stand, and he tells Arisa and Misaki that they don't need to leave. And when he said, no, you can stay, I'm thinking, okay, there's no way he's going to try to kiss her. He's going to say, I'm not a coward. We're going out tomorrow. That's that.
0: That's what I that's thought. That's what
1: I was. That, because that's, that's what he would do, perfect. right? As a semi-well-adjusted person, that's what you would probably do. Oh, man. But he does not do that.
0: Uh, no, he, he tells doesn't. her
1: to close her eyes, and she says, I'm scared, I'm scared. It catches her off guard. It's kind of a jarring thing. And he wants her to lift her head up and she has tries arms, to kiss her. She but has
0: her arms like, guarding like Tyson. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. And he's just trying to force his way in, and she just keeps saying, doesn't she say no? No. I think she. Well, she's she. Well, she's she obviously am scared and She doesn't want to. She's yeah. obviously not comfortable, yeah. and that's already a sign that you should stop.
1: Shut it down, man. Shut it down. But he's still pushing a little that bit move further. In.
0: Oh my god! I Anything stopped. else would
1: have been better. Anything else would have been better.
0: Oh. Anything man. else.
1: So this terrible scene happens where he kind of tries to kiss her, but it's clear that she doesn't want him to in that way. But he kind of. Half ass attempts it again. He was taking, two he was or three taking times, like, everybody's bad.
0: advice will literally, like, make the move, the physical move. And he just didn't process that information or the advice correctly. He fucked up. He fucked up big time. He fucked up big
1: time. Even just to take her outside, that would have <laughs> oh been step God. one. And then say, hey, I really. One in his head, he see, must have thought right. that, like, yeah, look yeah,
0: look how confident I look, and she probably will like this. I don't know what the hell could have gone, like, what his, how his mind was working in that moment. But, geez, man, that was really bad. That's probably the worst scene so far.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. And when we see that scene, we think, well, what is he thinking? How could anyone possibly do this? But the next scene, we see Uchi back in his room, and Minori goes into his room, and they talk about it. And then we see a we have a whole lot of light shed on Uchi on his approach. I think on Uchi week mm-hmm. on what he just the shit that he had just pulled in the girls' room. <laughs> he's not very experienced.
0: No, he's not.
1: And we had talked about his confidence before, and we had talked about how I didn't really like the whole idea of Uchi, but it was nice to see the confidence to say, "Well, I'm here in Tara's house. I'm gonna date you, and then you, and then you, and then we'll see what happens." But he just didn't know what he was doing. The host touched on this briefly. He didn't know what he was doing, so you get it. Someone who has no experience would do something like that because they think, "Well, this will show her that I have confidence, and it's a romantic gesture, and everyone's going to love it, and Miotti especially is going to love it, and she'll think I'm so cool." When that's not how it works at all,
0: it was the exact opposite. And so, but what I wasn't sure about, she came to and she apologized. Yeah. I don't know. Do you... I don't think she should have. I, I She had nothing to apologize for, in my mind, at least.
1: I don't think there was a need to either. And I was thinking a lot about this, and I've been thinking about it. There's been a whole lot of stuff with the Me Too movement going on in the yeah. U.S. and in other parts of the world. But one of the things that I've really been thinking about is that in some cases, I think women are socialized not to hurt men's feelings i think that's a big thing that we see and sometimes it makes rejection difficult yeah because people are worried about hurting someone else's feelings or about saying the wrong thing i think she saw she felt that uchi might have been a bit embarrassed by what happened and she possibly felt that she didn't
0: she's correct in that assumption
1: right right but then she took it on herself and and thought i don't want to leave this unsettled and make it seem like i was trying to make him feel embarrassed even though i'm sure no one thought that yeah he really he misread the situation when she said i'm scared when she tries to pull away like that you can't keep going you can't then tell her to tilt her head back you can't do that it's not okay. And again, might be a, a no, you know, no, it's not even a cultural thing here. I think you can say that across the board. Again, sometimes I think women are social, or, and I say this, I'm not a woman, obviously, but with everything that I've been reading and the things, and I talk to friends about things like this, and I think there is that socialization. Yeah. Where some men have very fragile egos. And people move through life not wanting to offend men. And I think that was a big driver in Minori apologizing, saying, oh, I'm sorry that that happened. Yeah. She had nothing to apologize for there, but she does it anyway. Take from that what you will. Um, They do kiss. We see them do kiss. And she says, like, I'm ready now. But the apology, that, that was...
0: That kind of ruined the bigger deal.
1: Yeah, that, that was the bigger deal when she goes into the boys' room to talk to Uchi. Yeah. I didn't understand that. and It was
0: kind of depressing, to be honest.
1: It was. The only thing that I can think about why she felt like it was necessary, aside from the men have fragile egos thing, is that maybe she felt like she was goading him. And not only that, but Kurumi, and maybe she felt indirectly responsible for whatever the conversation was. She didn't know, or I'm sure that Kurumi talked to her about it after the fact. But maybe she felt that between things that she had been doing and things that Kurumi said to Uchi, he was being goaded into doing something. And maybe from her point of view, she said, I present it like I was ready, like I would be ready for you to make a move like that but even that is a stretch i'm just i'm 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 not saying that that's likely i'm not saying that that's what i hope because i don't and again i've made it clear that she shouldn't have apologized at all i'm just trying to come up with some potential reasons why she might have done that and maybe that's what ran through her mind
0: when she apologized to uchi yeah I'm sorry, I'm, like, clocking out because <laughs> just thinking about that whole thing. Let's look on the brighter side. This basically comes to the first couple of the season. Uh, they both say they like each other. She does a report back to the girls, and everybody thinks the same thing. And as we thought, too, that he seemed so experienced. He seemed very smooth to start. But as we get further down the line in the growing of the relationship... He's not. We find out that he really isn't at all. Right. So
1: it ends. Yeah, it's a good note, I guess, but we'll have to see what happens. And so that takes us into episode 15. And when they're talking about the kiss, I got a grease vibe from them talking about the kiss because Uchi is in the boys' room, you know, the song where, you know, Danny and Sandy are talking about the romance, you know, the tell me more, tell me more, you know. (laughs) And so they talk about that, and then the next morning after they kiss, or maybe it's not right after, but it's maybe the day after. And we don't know because we know that each episode is a week's worth of event, of, of events that is condensed into the half-hour episode. And we see that Uchi has a trip to Korea. Yeah. And before he leaves, he wakes Munity up, who is once again breaking Tab's rule and sleeping in the living room. And he wants to confirm that they're exclusive
0: he he, kind of redeems himself. He He's a little bit smoother this time around.
1: Yeah. The cynic in me wonders if he wanted that confirmation because he was maybe hoping to have some fun in Korea and mess around, but.
0: No, not. I don't think so. I no. think it's just because he would have been thinking about it the whole entire time. So Uchinori is officially a thing.
1: There we go Uchinori. So he leaves for Korea.
0: Copyright by Taurus House. <laughs>
1: We will sue the fuck out of you if we see <laughs> that, or if we hear it. Yeah, you have been warned. Um, so we see Arisa and Arman. Next, they go to kickboxing together. Yeah, and that's a nice scene. We see yeah, Arisa. It was very... Yeah, right, it she's was... learning the basics, and Arman's in the ring.
0: He's, you know, he's definitely trying his hardest.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He's just so zoned in. He's he's totally locked in, and he's focused. And I saw Arisa when she was on the sidelines. Anytime Armand would hit or get hit, she was flinching, and she was so engaged in it. And I thought that was pretty cute.
0: Yeah, it was. So then after that, we get a classic umbrella scene. Yeah, it was beautiful. She didn't have she didn't have an umbrella, and they share an umbrella on the way home.
1: It's nice, and she says, "Oh, I don't have one," and
0: she probably had it in her purse or something. She,
1: She definitely had one, and it's yeah, it's it's great. It's great. So, and then
0: yeah, we and see then, yeah, so go ahead, go ahead. stuff stuff starts happening. Arisa's making all the moves this this mm-hmm. time around, and and we see a scene in the kitchen where she's making a bento. She's actually making spam masubi, which is uh, a food from Hawaii. It
1: looks pretty good, and
0: she yeah she's it looks making really a lunch. good. And she looks like she's really trying too, and uh, music he walks in yeah, uh, and uh, I think she asks like, do you usually cook? And right, and she says, No, I don't. I only usually cook when I have a boyfriend. Yeah. And oh, then,
1: yeah. it's yeah, just putting it out there so Mizuki knows. Yeah. Look, you have competition now. I'm into him too. What do you got?
0: Oh man, I just feel so bad for Mizuki.
1: I do too. I do like the straightforward nature of Arisa, though. I feel yeah. like from when she came in she she was clear she, about she what she was looking on. for. Yeah, she locked she, on and she just locked kept on, with it. And that's what it was. And after she says that she only cooks when she has a boyfriend, they talk directly or more directly about Arman. And Adisa says to Mizuki, I know you said that you were interested in him, but he's really nice or he's easy to talk to. So, and they kind of leave it at that. Mizuki shakes her head and she says, Oh, I know there's always, and and she sighs and she says, "There's always tomorrow."
0: Yeah, and then she leaves. She, she says that kind of under her breath. Yeah. Ah oh, man, <laughs> it's just I feel so bad. We gotta start like wrapping up the scene. So.
1: Yeah. So they go on their date. I mean, there's really not a whole lot to say about the date except they hold hands, which on a first yeah, date is you a you're saying there's nothing happening? I think that was a i think there was a lot happening yeah i said that and then i was like wait a minute no that was a really big deal
0: there you saw so you see the first little hand hold in like when she was trying to when he helped arisa up and then you just get a full-blown they hold hands for god knows how long because they edited some parts out but you just see them holding hands right when they and get to the big.
1: top you see them holding hands and yeah, it's, it's kind of shocking. You know, you're not helping anyone up at that point. You're at the top.
0: But before the date, I just want to quickly point out that Mizuki was in the room with Minori, right? And she was just, like, wondering if she's jealous or not. She's trying to work it out in her head.
1: I think she said that she didn't feel pressure, though, right?
0: No, because well, we'll see at the end of this episode. Right, right, so, which I
1: thought was kind of strange, right? But then we see what happens. Um, also, before we get into the bomb that is the end of this episode when Arisa and Araman are at the top of the mountain they enjoy lunch and Armand's happy that you know she made a Hawaiian dish and then it kind of it doesn't move too fast but they talk about running errands together yep and it was funny because I'm thinking on your first date is that what you're going to talk about <laughs> you, know, as, you know, you're know, you not a couple months in and thinking, okay, I have to get a new pan at Target. Let's go to Target and get a pan. Do you want to come, you know, we're hanging out and I need this pan. That happens. You know, you date someone, you write, you hang out with them more. That just happens. That's natural. But on your first date, you talk about, ooh, let's run these mundane errands together. So it's really kind of a, a small little fast forward there in terms yeah. of what they went to do, which I just thought was pretty I didn't
0: think. I didn't, even, I didn't think much of that. I mean, it's not <laughs> it a fun. big deal. It's random, just... I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah, so, unfortunately, uh, she... Arisa reports to yeah. Mizuki right after her. That felt really bad.
1: She comes back in the room, and she touches Mizuki's shoulder, <laughs> and Mizuki doesn't say two <laughs> words to her. Yeah, so... It's
0: cold. Fast-forwarding to the end of the episode, coming to the bomb it's Mizuki already just eating breakfast I believe in the in the kitchen
1: the dry ass salad for breakfast <laughs> yeah
0: exactly uh, and Arman walks in and he sits at the table and she makes Mizuki makes a counterattack and invites him out
1: it's bold yeah she asks and it's when definitely she a counterattack asks him,
0: she's not taking the uh, laying down so
1: she directly asks him out and when she does there's a slight little laugh. And she says, "It's settled then." <laughs> and that combined that was with very like that good. weird dubstep music that plays. <laughs> yeah, I she's didn't know a what villain. It. She seems like a, she totally yeah. seems like a villain. I'm like, no, you can't do this to Mizuki. <laughs> like, she's trying, and she. I think she tried very well. You know, she was. I think more upfront than yeah. we have really ever seen her. You know, she kind of stepped out of that second fiddle supporter role. And she just comes right out. <laughs> she's and she's she's
0: evolved from the human scoreboard.
1: Yeah, it's great, which she really needed to. And she it's, definitely uh, did. Yeah. I was
0: really worried that she wouldn't do anything and just wish she would take this line down, but she proved me wrong, so that's good.
1: Yeah, it was nice to see. So hopefully they can have a good date and hopefully Armand is able to we talked about before, I don't think it's wrong, but maybe he'll find a deeper connection with one of them and yeah. Settle down as much as you maybe can on a show like Terrace House, but we'll see. We'll see what's in store for our friends in the house.
0: Yeah, so wrapping up, at the end of every episode, we tried to pick an MVP or an MVL. Most Valuable Loser. <laughs> or Most Valuable Person. Yes. And uh, Jim, do you want to kick it off this this week?
1: Yeah, sure. I think for me this week, the MVP has to be Arman. I think we see him, yeah, you know, we see him be very open about what's going on with his job. He has a pretty good date with Arisa. It was just, it was positive. And I think you kind of see the after effects of his talks with Uchi and Minori. I think he was part of the reason why they were able to get together. Because of the advice that he gave them in the past. All right and i just think it was good i i i just think he was pretty positive this episode um and yeah really not much else to say there
0: i think he was more of a passenger like these past couple episodes my mvp was Arisa. she like we said she locked on a target and she went for it and she she moved so quickly you know, i mean at least to us in these in these uh, three episodes so that's why i picked her I really, you know, she made the bento, she invited him out to the mountains, and she actually executed that plan, uh, the whole gym thing. I, I really think that uh, she she did the most. Yeah,
1: it was nice. And how about an MVL? Do you have one this week? Yeah, Uchi. Yeah.
0: No, no, con- no contest.
1: He goes from just not making any moves to making the total the wrong wh- move. Mm-hmm. And even when they kiss, I just want to say that even when they kiss he tells her well he tells her to come here like he doesn't go to her he's like come here and then he kind of like yanks her by her arm onto his bed and I'm just thinking you know this is really romantic for someone who supposedly likes to wait for the perfect moment he really was doing everything in his power to make that the least romantic moment ever yeah so hopefully we'll see him get better or we'll see him in a relationship because we can't really see him we haven't seen him In a relationship. So we'll see how he is. And we'll see how Minori and him are able to get along as a now couple. Yep. So we'll see. Ugh, Uchi. He's been so up and down, hasn't he?
0: Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) So before we go, I just want to plug in our social media stuff. We are getting it off the ground. So please, please give us a follow. You can visit our main site right now, which is dot simplecast.fm that's F- frank mary you can check out all our social media links on there please give us a follow and since we're not really we have no real way to promote this besides posting it on reddit and and facebook groups and stuff uh it'd be greatly appreciated if you guys give a share to any of your other friends who may watch Terra's house already but also if you're trying to get some friends into it i think it Just definitely a really good starter for them, and you guys can watch along, and I think it'd be a a very good aid for you guys.
1: It's a good trial run, so please subscribe also if you haven't already.
0: If you have, uh, we are on iTunes and all the other major podcasting apps that you have on your phone, so just subscribe on there, and you can also get updates there.
1: Folks, thank you once again for listening to Tourist House. You listened to our fifth episode, which covered episodes 13 through 15 of Terrace House. Please join us next time for episode six, where we will be covering episodes 16 through 18 of the show. This is Felix. This is Jim. Take care, everyone.
0: Peace.